I'm Professor J-Rod. On today's episode, we'll talk about networking and network questions. And we also will talk about Technology Tap Premium. Let's get to it. Thank you for coming. I'm Professor J-Rod. First, I want to talk about Technology Tap Premium. Uh, This is a new service that's going to be available. And what it is, it's a service available for five months, and it will give you access to exclusive content. For example, I will hold live Zoom sessions to see where people are struggling in in the exam, right, and help you push and go on and achieve your goal of passing the exam of A+, Network+, Security+. Interviews with people who can provide you with services. Maybe I'll get someone to uh, coach us on interview techniques, resume writing, people who will help you get to the right job that fits you. Also, I want to form a community to help each other, right? Network. Let's start networking with each other and helping each other out. We could do study groups, right? You guys can do, there's so many platforms, Zoom, uh, what is the ones that kids use? Uh, Discord, right? We can use all that uh, to study, but if we, you know, let's get together as a community and start building that for everyone to achieve their goal, right? We can push each other, have that method, no man left behind, have that attitude. Also, we'll be giving away prizes on Technology Tap Premium. The first prize, which will be given out on June 1st, is a voucher to an A+, Network Plus, or Security Plus exam. So if you're going to take, let's say, Network Plus in, you know, June 18th, you might win. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to pay for it. Uh, It will be free. Two conditions. You must be a subscriber of Technology Tap Premium for three months in order to qualify for the voucher. And you also have to come on the podcast and talk about it, right? Now, you know, we'll do a little quick one-on-one, you know, oh, how are you? How are you feeling? You won. You know, tell me how you feel. What are you going to do? Stuff like that. So those are the only two rules I have for the free vouchers. So I'm going to do it June 1st, uh, August 1st, October 1st, December 1st. So, and all you have to do is be a subscriber for three months and you qualify for the voucher. All right. So hopefully uh, we'll be able to, you know, technology tap, uh, tap premium is online. I'll put a link in the show notes for you can uh, click on it and subscribe. Hopefully we'll get this networking community up and going and we can help each other. You know, we can help each other get, get jobs. So, 
you know, I want to be able to buy a license of Zoom. So, you know, that's kind of one of the things I want to use, you know, for the fees and also be able to buy the vouchers. So uh, I want to be able to grow this little community that we have established. You know, it's not, you know, millions, but, you know, slowly but surely, uh, as this is my third year, I've seen growth in this podcast and I appreciate each and every one of my listeners, and I really, really want to help you, uh, you know, reach your goal. And if there's any, you know, teachers out there who are listening to me and, you know, kind of want me to talk about the CompTIA exams to your classes, yeah, hit me up, you know, professorjrod.gmail.com. I'll be more than happy to, you know, do a Zoom for your class and, and, you know, talk about the exam, talk about my experience, you know, from poor first-generation college student to being a professor and, you know, having my certifications and the process that I went through and all that. It's a good, it's a good motivating story for, for students. And so if you're a teacher, you know, high school or college and you you know, you want me to talk. I know some some schools, uh, some teachers follow me, and I think they have their students follow me. And, uh, you know, if you ever want me to come on, I'm more than happy to do it. I don't have any problems with that. So, all right. So that's going to be a new service that it's available starting today. So if you want, subscribe, $5 a month, and we'll get this uh, show on the road. I'm already working on someone, hopefully, to interview uh, for resumes, she's really good, and just gotta coordinate the dates with her. So, all right, uh, I have six networking plus questions that we're gonna go over today. And as always, you can follow along in the website, just professorjrod.com. Uh, it, there's a link. I'll put a link in the show notes, and you click on it, and you can see the questions. So here is the first question. Uh, a technician is configuring a network switch to be used in a publicly accessible location. Which of the following should the technician configure on the switch to prevent unintentional connections? A, DHCP snooping, B, geofencing, C, port security, D, secure SNMP. I'll read it again. A technician is configuring a network switch to be used in a publicly accessible location. Which of the following should a technician configure on the switch to prevent unintended connections? DHCP snooping, geofencing, port security, and secure SNMP. I'll give you a couple of seconds to think about it, and that way you can mentally give me your answer, right? So, and here we are. The answer is C, port security, right? And it's pretty obvious, right? Because the keyword here is what? What is the keyword, right? I always say a lot of these questions, not all, a lot, uh, have keywords. So the keyword here is switch. So port security is the key to this question. All right, there we go. Next question, very good. Next question. A network administrator is required to ensure that auditors have read-only access to the system logs. 
while systems administrators have read and write access to the system logs, and operators have no access to the system log. The network administrator has configured security groups for each of these functional categories. Which of the following security capabilities would allow the network administrator to maintain these permissions with the least administrative effort? That's a, that was a long one. Uh, a, mandatory access control. B, user-based permissions. D, least privilege. C, well, C role-based access. And D, least privilege. I'll read it again. A network administrator is required to ensure that auditors have read-only access to the system log, while systems administrators have read-and-write access to the system logs, and operators have no access to the system log. The network administrator has configured security groups for each of the functional categories. Which of the following security capabilities will allow the network administrator to maintain these permissions with the least administrative effort? Uh, Mac, mandatory access control, B, user-based permissions, C, role-based access, or D, lease privilege. I'll give you a couple of seconds to think about it in your head, and then you can mentally, uh, you know, telegraphic to me. And the answer is C, role-based access, right? Mandatory access is relies on central authority to assign security labels to objects and subjects. So that won't be it. User-based permissions assigns permissions to individual users, and we're not doing that. It can be more complex uh, for more administrative effort to maintain when you have a lot of people. And then least privilege, we don't know what's that, right? Limits users to minimum set of permissions. So the answer is C, role-based. All right, very good. Uh, users attending security training at work are advised not to use single words as password for corporate application. Which of the following does this best protect against? By not using single word, right? Uh, a, on path attack, B, a brute force attack, C, a dictionary attack, D, Mac spoofing and E denial service. I'll read it again. Users attending security training at work are advised not to use single words as password for corporate applications. Which of the following does this best protect against? A on path attack, B brute force attack, C dictionary attack, D Mac spoofing, and E denial service. I'll give you a couple of seconds. That way you can mentally telegraphic me the answer. And the answer is C, a dictionary attack. Of course, right? Simple word, right? If I put, you know, Mickey Mouse, right? With a dictionary attack, oh, that's two words. So something like climate, right? Climate, that's the password. Uh, you know, with a dictionary attack, it'll eventually get to climb it and break the password. All right, next, a network administrator wants to analyze attacks directly towards the company's network. Which of the following must the network administrator implement to assist in their goal? A, honeypot, B, network segmentation, 
C, antivirus, or D, a screened subnet. So I'll read it again. A network administrator wants to analyze attacks directly towards the company, directed towards the company's network. Which of the following must the network administrator implement to assist in this goal? A, honeypot, B, network segmentations, C, antivirus, D, a screen subnet. We'll wait a couple of seconds, right? You mentally think about it and then telegraphic to me. Be a wireless. That's an old joke there. And the answer is honeypot. Honeypot is a kind of trap for attackers made available so you can study them. So the answer is A, honeypot. Very good. Next question. A network engineer configured new firewalls with the correct configurations to be deployed to each remote branch. Unneeded services were disabled and all firewall rules were applied successfully. Which of the following should the network engineer perform next to ensure that all firewalls are hardened successfully? A. Ensure an implicit permit rule. B. Configure the log settings. C. Update the firewalls with current firmware and software. And D. Use the same complex password on all firewalls. Let me read it again. This was a little, it's not as complicated as you may think. A network engineer configured new firewalls with the correct configurations to be deployed to each remote branch. Unneeded services were disabled and all firewall rules were applied successfully. Which of the following should the network engineer perform next to ensure that all firewalls are hardened successfully? A, ensure that an implicit permit rule is enabled. B, configure the lock settings of the firewall to the central syslog server. C, update the firewalls with current firmware and software. And D, use the same complex password on all firewalls. So, what is the keyword here? Well, you got to read the questions, although, as I always say. And they give you a lot of information up front, right? They give you a lot. A network engineer configured new firewall, correct uh, configurations, unneeded services were disabled, all firewall rules would apply. But it wants you, the question that it's asking you is to ensure that the firewalls are hardened successfully, what should he do next? That's the question that they're asking you. All this other stuff before, it's kind of garbage, right? It's a MacGuffin, as they say in the movie, right? It 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 doesn't really need to be there, right? You could just have, you know, which of the following should the network engineer perform next to ensure all the firewalls are hardened successfully? You you could erase everything else and just with that small sentence get the answer, right? Because there's only one possible answer for that for ensuring that it's successfully hardened. And that's C, update the firewalls with the current firmware and software. That's that's what they're asking you. See folks, this is what I mean with CompTIA. And I always, I cannot emphasize this enough. And I do this to my students where I tell them, you gotta read the question. That's the big, big thing in these CompT exams. 
the ability to read the questions and, and the ability to take out clues out of the question. And this is actual technique, right? They they teach this in some charter schools from what I've understood. I, w- I was a high school teacher in a charter school in uh, Newark, New Jersey. And I had a kid who would, he wouldn't come to class. But when he would come and I would give him a practice exam, like IT fundamentals. That's, you know, we try to, we try to cover IT fundamentals and get them certified while they were in high school. This kid would get like an 800 out of 900, 750 out of 900, 780 out of 900 after missing days and days of school. And then I had one of my co-teachers tell me that, you know, he went to a certain uh, charter school and they teach that. They teach the students how to eliminate questions. So he was able to score high, even though he was barely ever in class. So he had a lot of he had a lot of talent. That kid, he, you know, he fortunately he ended up dropping out. But I tried to convince him to stay. I was convinced he had talent, you know, because he, you know these these are not easy questions, and he was he would always get way past minimum passing marks. So that's. You know, that's the technique. One of the techniques in these questions is reading the question and be able to pick out what they asking you. Because everything before this, you don't really need it. You don't really need to read it. Just read what they're asking you, right? Uh, What's next to ensure that that all the firewalls are hardened successfully? That's it. That's the question. Everything else before that, that's nonsense. That's a MacGuffin. They just throwing that in there to to try to get you confused. You see firewall, and I'm sure some of you right away said ensure implicit uh, permit rule, right? Because you're thinking firewall rule, right? They go together. No, but that's not what they're asking you. That's not what they're asking you. So isn't is extremely important to read the question. And here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. You kind of have to read it quick, right? Because you don't have a lot of time. You only have an hour and a half. So, you know, you kind of, my best approach is for taking the exam is do the simulators. Go after the simulators, go through one pass of the exams, go through it. And the ones that you know right away, you know, oh, what port number is telling it? 23, right? Those do them. The rest, Check later, check later, check later, check later. And then do a second round with you going over the questions that you want, that you marked, check later. Right? That's the strategy that you should use to take the exam. Because at least if you run out of time, you've answered questions that you feel comfortable that you answered correctly. So if you run out of time and you don't answer all the questions, at least you answer the ones that you were comfortable with and that's that would help you pass plus the simulators which have more points so listen i've had students uh one student in particular she told me she didn't do any of the simulators and she still passed she skipped over the simulators and she still passed so it's possible all right next question last last question a technician is connecting Multiple switches to create a large network for a new office. The switches are unmanaged. 
layer two switches with multiple connections between each pair. The network is experiencing an extreme amount of latency. Which of the following is most likely occurring? Uh, network uh, Ethernet collect, uh, collisions, a DDoS attack, a broadcast storm, and routing loops. So I'm going to read it again. A technician is connecting multiple switches to create a large network for a new office. The switches are unmanaged layer two switches with multiple connections between each pair. The network is experiencing an extreme amount of latency. Which of the following is most likely occurring? A, Ethernet collisions, B, a DDoS attack, C, a broadcast storm, and D, routing loops. All right, give me a couple of seconds to think about it and mentally telegraph me what your answer is. And well, let's look at it. What's the clue here? Well, I would think switches is a huge clue here, right? Switches is a is a you know they mention it like three times, right? Uh, one, two, two times, right? So switches is one of the clues. Yeah, three times. Our multiple switches to create a large network for a new office. The switches are unmanaged. Layer two switches. So they're just regular switches that don't have an IP address, right? They're those ones that you buy at Amazon for 20 bucks, right? The network is experiencing extreme amount of latency. What does latency mean, ladies and gentlemen? What does it mean? Delay. Right, and remember, there's a whole new vocabulary when you go into these CompTIA exams. Right, that's one of these. Right, latency means delay. Uh, so, which of the following is most likely uh, occurring? And the answer is C: broadcast storm. Traffic that it's you know it's like recirculating and is amplified by the loops, right? By the multiple connections causing the network slowdowns. That's that's the answer. So the answer is C, broadcast storm. All right. Any questions? You know where to find me, right? Hit me up at professorjrod at gmail.com. And please don't forget, subscribe to Technology Tap Premium. It's only $5 a month. And let's get this network community going let's expand it you know let's let's do more let's help each other that's my goal as a as a you know someone in academia i want to help you guys and wherever you're at in in the in the world because i you know everybody you know my podcast is listened worldwide and that's one of my greatest accomplishments so you know i have fans in in london in australia in japan in dr in Vietnam, I have one person who listens. So shout out to him or her. So let's make this community work. Let's expand this community. Let's help each other. Let's, you know, let's do it all. I'm not here to make money. I'm here to help you pass. I want you, I want everybody to be able to change their lives. And, you know, IT is one way to change your life. So if you're interested, if you buy into this, stuff that i'm saying subscribe to technology tap premium and we'll you know we'll do these meetings and we'll do these get togethers over zoom 
and we'll try to help each other out. All right, till next time. That's going to put a ball on it today. Thank you so much for listening. This is Professor J-Rod. This has been a presentation of Little Cha Cha Productions. Art by uh, Sarah and music by Jokum. If you want to reach me, my email is professorjrod at gmail.com.